0: Hello and welcome back to Lacko Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Misfits. This is season five, episode four, Against All Odds, directed by John Brown, written by Lewis Arnold, premiered 12-4 of 2013, and I gave this episode a 9.6 out of 10. I think this was a really good penultimate episode. We had some stakes. We lost some lives. (laughs) some very long time characters, R.I.P. Tim, and I think that it was a a pretty well uh, executed turn of events, and with a few exceptions, I thought made for a really good almost last episode of this entire series, and it had me feeling like season one, Like the things that went down, the randomness of it all, and how it kind of wrapped up in one story arc. It it was very reminiscent of my season one and two vibes. The, The reason why you got into this show in the first place. So let's jump into the recap. Alex meets Sarah, a girl with hypnotic tits. And I meant to look who this actress was because I have seen her and some other things before but i didn't have the time to do so she asked that her power be taken away and i was like girl them tits are not even that hypnotic because i can show you some hypnotic boobies but afterwards when he sees her face he is very much attracted to her but she bolts not interested at all in getting a drink or getting to know him better later bitch get fucked rudy 2 and abby are celebrating their first birthday and tell the gang that they are going to have a party at the community center with vodka drugs and orgy sex because why not rudy 2 wants his other half to meet his new girlfriend helen while jess tells rudy 2 to break it to finn what is very plainly obvious alex asks rudy 2 for help looking for his mystery girl rudy tells fan at the vending machine that he and jess are in a relationship but Finn doesn't believe him thinking she only likes pretty boys like himself you're ugly you are disgusting i'm gonna kill you i don't know who lied and told you that you were pretty but they clearly or it was your mama or maybe you just think it yourself but i would consider you as much as or with as much time as I would consider a frog as a potential lover. Alex finds the girl, Sarah, and although she thanks him for taking her power, she's still not interested in giving him a chance or going to the party that he invited her to. Rudy, too, is still fixated with getting the jumper posse together, having them meet up at the party for the first time, Greg spots Abby with all of the vodka, thinking she's addicted, which she was. But upon hearing that there is a party, himself gets an invitation. Rudy prepares pills for everyone, though Rudy, too, somehow didn't suspect that that was his present. And he also doesn't do drugs. Rudy didn't get him a present as he believes that their birthday is June 7th. He's still struggling with allowing or giving Rudy to his autonomy, despite the fact that they're not really brothers or not twins. He's his own person, and he really has a hard time letting that go. And why wouldn't he? It's almost like the <laughs> the one that was doing all the legwork, that was the responsible part of your persona, walking away, and you have to relearn that all over again. A little frightening. But Rudy 2 tells him that this day is his birthday, the day of the storm, but also confesses, well, now we find out that this was the one-year anniversary of the storm, Uh, but confesses that it's time they split permanently as he's ready to live his own life. While Rudy 2 pretends to support this, it's clear it guts him as Rudy 2 is ready to let go and he is not. He hasn't had the same confidence to move into the next phase, which is basically the future. The party is, well, during the daytime as any party is cute. And so is Jess's whole outfit. Alex is moody that Abby has Mark, and he has no one. Rudy is moody because he's going through a breakup and repressing his feelings per usual as he gives everyone their present. After the probation worker shows up making Finn exclaim how shitty the party really is, it's not your party and you don't have to be here. Why don't you walk up to the free apartment that you live in above said community center because you don't have a job or a life and you're on community service. You're a juvenile criminal. I don't know why he continues to exist (laughs) as a character. I really wanted him to die off in this episode in some fashion but clearly i'm not to get my wish uh Jess asks, what is wrong with you little miss sunshine in a huff he goes off to get drinks says nothing is wrong he's then introduced to helen who he sees as yoko ono breaking him and himself up though he hides the interaction from rudy too accusing her of putting big ideas in his head and that he will come back to him with his little penis between his legs. He tells him that's too, or she tells him that's too bad, uh, so sad that you don't like the fact that we're in a relationship and happily goes off with Rudy too because she likes him and she doesn't need to have the approval of his uh, other half. He then confesses to Jeff, uh, to Jess, not Jeff, what's going on who tries to cheer him up By taking the pill that he got her. I didn't know it was ecstasy. I've never tried ecstasy. But I feel as if I want to before I leave this earth. She tells him it was always going to happen. Leaving the nest. That's what we do when we grow up. (laughs) But Rudy's not ready to grow up. And I know it's sometimes hard to recall in this show that these are juvenile offenders. So they're not quite... I believe they're all supposed to be around 20. So some of that leniency that we may not feel, it's like how we feel with all (laughs) Gen Zs. Like you just don't know. But that's kind of where they're at in their developmental stage. They're all young offenders that haven't really reached that mature level of adulthood yet. And while everyone else does seem to be taking steps towards that, Especially his other half uh you have rudy too still struggling that that is really his next phase in life and of course jess is already there i wish i remembered what she did to even be on the juvenile <laughs> to even be in this group because she's the one that seems to have a car even though she doesn't have a job alex is always the bartender there's always one bartender but i also know on probation like I wouldn't expect you to get a job like I'm really expect or think it's odd that Alex is able to be a bartender (laughs) that's just one thing we have to have the people do it used to be two people working at the bar Alicia and Curtis so um, yeah I got distracted all by that (laughs) but it's all about um, him being scared to be on his own as Jess points out But she's like, you miserable prick, you're not going to be on your own. You got me and the two kiss. Finn sees this and ends their friendship. And I'm not even going to rant here. I've made my feelings clear on this useless turtle character. Rudy 2's superhero team's first meet is a straight bust as Helen despises tardiness and thinks the other two can fuck off just as Sam arrives. Who's not even kind of into this relationship anyway karen's just she came early and just been hanging around blending into the background which causes helen to accuse her of of spying which is exactly what she was doing and then says that she needs subtitles to understand what karen is saying even though i feel like we all could hear what she was saying so i'm not sure if she's just an ass in that moment (laughs) alex finally strikes it with sarah whereas rudy is heading down a depression spiral at night, the party cranks all the way up.
1: To the window,
0: to the window, to the wall. Maggie shows up and asks Rudy which one he is, which causes him to admit that he is actually angry at Rudy 2, even though he does not like to be called Rudy 1. <laughs> and I can kind of see his point there. Like, I'm not, I get that there is a Rudy 2 of me, but I would not be Rudy one i'm just rudy she tells him ecstasy reverses their powers causing him to spit out his pill but then he recalls that Jess already took hers and runs off to go looking for her he tosses his pill in the air and of course it lands with the one person who could use it the most greg he's able to warn abby um rudy that is (laughs) not to take her pill she was gonna take it with cake later and he's like "Cake." and then she realizes that's exactly what mark needs to come out of his shell jess goes blind and that is terrifying that would be so awful for me (laughs) because yeah i i can't that's one of my my fears is not being able to see alex getting luckier with his date takes his pill thought that was the first person i would warn (laughs) but i get that his mind was all over the place this night and man i was curious to see what would happen here i didn't anticipate it until it did happen it made complete sense but i still was like oh well she already got her power taken away from him so (laughs) what could happen rudy finds jess crying alone terrified tells her what is happening and that it will wear off she pleads with him not to leave her they sit in the hallway in wheelchairs with rudy still being depressed where maggie finds jess and gives her a jumper that she knitted that tells the future it's her holding a baby
1: this is fucking awesome
0: This is the last nail in the emotional coffin for Rudy. He is spiraling (laughs) down in turmoil uh, as he tosses the jumper at her, telling her that they're getting a hamster and leaves to go find her a drink. Jess is stumbling around on her own. and comes upon Finn, who's all rude and ugh, who tells her that the jumper has a baby on it, not a hamster, before she runs off. Now, intending to kill Rudy. It's like trouble in paradise already. It's like, what the fuck? First, you're dating him, now you're having a baby. I don't know why anyone thinks they offend anything who's literally focused on the fact that Rudy is uglier than him. And he legit wonders why he's single. Rudy tells Rudy, too, he needs him as they're having a baby. And he can't imagine doing it on his own, panicking. But Rudy, too, is looking for his woman, Helen who has ran off and he tells him look you just can't stand that I'm happy but I think that it's not jealousy in this moment he's needing his brother to be because I know we give Rudy too a lot of lead way but he says that we could be friends and he kind of just ditches him like oh you just want everything to be separate from me but you don't understand that you come from me as well And that I might need you or might need to lean on you for a while, for a little bit. Uh, Maybe not a while, but you get what I'm saying. Like, he definitely should want his independence. And I think that Rudy is trying to be happy for him in that moment, which is why he hasn't been saying all these things he wants to say to his face and trying to hide it. But Rudy, too, really isn't... (laughs) (laughs) he really isn't open to even discussing or or, you know working through that with him knowing that he's walking away with a lot of things he himself um is just better at than than the other so he finds his girl and explains to helen that he wanted the superhero thing to work so bad because it's something that's not attached to rudy She says, I like you because of you, not because of a jumper. And he is pushing the superhero thing as if they can't just be friends. Why can't you just, why do you need to save the world? Why does it need to be? And I think that one snapshot into the future is just that. And I don't think, I think that his naivete is what Rudy would be helping him with at this point. Because he's being very dodged about something that quite frankly, <laughs> he should let people be who they are. Uh the E hits for Mark, who is a short but quite handsome fella, Alex, who is more relaxed with his date Sarah, and Greg, who's living his best life on the dance floor. You Snapping it too much he has been a loose cannon for quite some time now i already can feel shy being like this is the point yeah the system failed him shy (laughs) you know the system fails people and apparently even his friends weren't um paying too much attention because you can't you just can't he was always gonna be someone that died young (laughs) someone should have made sure he wasn't strapped though I mean, anyone in the support group is not only Rudy there. Just as Helen is about to be possibly shot, Karen stabs Tim in the back with a pair of scissors because he mistakes them for Roxy and Conti. Still spying, though. Like, what the fuck? Why are they having sex and you in the room? What? 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 And why is Sam just? Greg finally finds his man, while Alex and the girl, Sarah, get physical in the bathroom. But then instead of taking any power, it looks like he gave her the powers he's taken away. This this is, is not okay. He runs to get her a glass of water, not understanding what has happened. Rudy catches him up to speed, and they catch the group up to speed on the fact that he just gave this woman, all the powers that he has taken away. Rudy is now searching for Jess, who has been found by the spawn of Satan in Sarah, and it's all Rudy's fault for leaving her. Both Rudy and Finn fall for the hypnotic tits and are converted along with blind Jess, who lured Alex to her (laughs) needing help, but she had a baseball bat and was ready. Sarah kills Mark in the worst way possible because Abby's like, don't listen to her Latin and don't look at her tits. (laughs) And he's like, this is what you do when you're out on the estate all the time. And they just kissed and he just talked about how lonely he was without her. And she said, we'll figure something out. We'll just buy a whole bunch of drugs. (laughs) And then just like that, Sarah turns Mark inside out right before Abby's eyes before converting her next. Alex hides and sees a banana. And realizing that Emma's power is the kryptonite, all he has to do is throw that banana down. (laughs) And just like the girl uh, with bad luck on the Flash... It would find her, uh, bad luck would find its way. Final Destination style. And he says he is so sorry that this has been a pretty weird date. But it really wasn't a date anyway. And Sarah dies slipping or something falls and makes her hit her head. And everyone is, uh, now no longer under Satan's control. Jess confronts Rudy in the morning on the fact that he disappeared off. And if they did have a baby, this would be how he'd act. He doesn't know calling him the shit one and Rudy 2 the better person. Before saying it's too much and walking away. Very much a Rudy reaction. The superhero newbies bury their first body with Rudy 2 convinced. That they are a crime fighting unit. That this is their destiny. They finally commit. And I feel for some reason as if he's made a mistake. (laughs) <laughs> you don't know these people I think that you're trying to inspire them to do something they're not even like well, they're not even juveniles I mean they're all sad that they killed someone and you're like no this is the jumper this is totally no not a tragic situation to a tragic figure this is how we're superheroes mm-hmm. <laughs> but I thought once again very strong uh, penultimate episode And we do have feedback, so let's jump into the mailbag.
1: Hello, Christina, it's me, Shy. I'm here to talk about the penultimate episode of season 5, also the second to last episode ever of this series, Misfits. Um we finally arrived to the moment where we're going to say goodbye to this wacky show um it's been definitely been some ups and downs in this one I didn't think I was gonna make it (laughs) when I was going through season 4 I I didn't know if I could hang in there there was some true trials and tribulations in dealing with this uh, show after season 3 and I made it and I'm here and I must say that season 5 was much better than season four I can say that by far without a shadow of a doubt season four was just not it um, it was just a train wreck to me um, and which made me question coming to watch season five but I'm glad I did um, Like I mean it wasn't the greatest season in the world but it was definitely entertaining wacky a lot of shenanigans um, I did enjoy um Abby Jess Rudy too even Alex and I I know you had talked about liking him I hadn't mentioned that but I not since he was no longer with Jess um I enjoyed his character um a lot yeah Finn was still a no for me and Rudy 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 you know Rudy one. um he was hit or miss mostly miss. Um, there were some moments that you know he was tolerable so I will give him that but yeah Rudy 2 was out of the two Rudy 2 was um, my favorite and um, yes I'm tolerating him and Jess relationship I personally feel like Jess can do better but I know I know you have a love relationship with Rudy (laughs) so (laughs) and you like that relationship but I just don't see how it's even remotely not toxic (laughs) the way i'm like okay and i again i just i mean this episode was a prominent example of that it's like i get he has a lot of growing up to do but you're asking this girl to be your girlfriend and you potentially i'm guessing really she's actually pregnant and it's not a futuristic being pregnant she's pregnant right now um so you know you got her pregnant and you you know you call you say you're in love with her and then the first sign of adversity you shoot the deuces so it's like come on Rudy we need you to do better um Jess needs you to do better so hopefully um we only got one more episode left so hopefully he'll see the light and turn it around I'm sure he will but I'll tell you this this show is just not good for partners unless you're I mean (laughs) just none of the partners poor Abby oh my gosh she finally got the dude to the mark to turn into a human and then old girl turns him inside out and murders him like oh my gosh the trauma these people have been through (laughs) this is crazy um but yes we finally get to see human mark and for a moment in time Abby was happy until she wasn't um uh, what else happened yes they were eating they were taking a pill that reverses their powers which never goes well which is this, this happened in what season 3 as well with the gang in season 3 or was it season 2 no it was season 2 because Nathan was there Um, whatever it was earlier season Um, but yeah so poor poor Abby and then of course um, Jess goes blind and then he ditches her like how many times twice when she's blind or once like really you just left her (laughs) just like that and she's like begging you to stay and you're like oh nope I can't handle this I'm out of here um so that was crazy and just like i thought christina tim was crazy he did not need to be out in the real world <laughs> that rubber band snapping was not working but first of all you know rudy had to do it the other the other episode because he couldn't do it and then in this one he's just snapping that thing like he's crazy because he is crazy and until it broke So that wasn't a very effective uh, therapeutic uh, strategy for him. And sure enough, he was about to murder again before he got uh, murdered uh, by the, uh, I forget her name, camouflage girl, whatever. So that was crazy. So again, I'm just saying, I just don't think he should have been out in society. He wasn't ready. Finn was annoying Finn self, but thank God the focus wasn't too much on him. I felt like him and Rudy one got the most, the main, the most focus. If I'm saying that right, I can't even speak. In season five, so I was glad that he played. He was a background seat a little bit, even though he annoyed me with his his ridiculousness over. Like, how are you gonna be upset that? You, y'all you were never together. That's number one. Number two, you're like shagging all these other girls and talking about you moving on. I'm like, oh, just go somewhere with you. Ugh. I just, he just got on my nerves. I'm so glad I only got one more episode to deal with him with because I just, he it's just ridiculous the way he act. Like he had like, ownership of Jess in some way. Like he had a say in who she or she who she could or couldn't date. I'm like, Negro, please. I know he's not Negro, I'm just saying. Um, What else? We got, oh yeah, we got probation worker, uh, Greg. Is that his name, Greg? Getting it on with the um, closet gay guy that's no longer in the closet. So he might've found his love match. they, They were going at it on the dance floor. I was like, all right now go for it <laughs> you finally found someone for you and he's taking off his shirt and oh my gosh I'm like that was funny It's like that was the most tolerable he's been this entire season <laughs> so I can, I'll take it. Of course we got what was her name the one that Alex ended up liking and he sexed her powers all the way and then uh, because he took the pill and then they had I was like oh gosh this is not gonna end well and sure enough another love interest that gets uh gets dead um cause she they have sex and he does the opposite puts the powers all in her um and yes she I was like why can't they just you know tie her up until the thing wears off and then have sex with her again But nope, she had to die, so, oh well. So there goes Alex's brief love story, just like Abby's brief love story. Just like, I mean, it's like, again, it doesn't pay to to like or be attracted to the gang, because you end up dead. (laughs) So it just seems to be the way it is. I can't believe it's only been a year since the storm. I'm like, that's it, one year? We went through five seasons and only one year has passed. It seemed like so much has happened in that time frame that more time should have passed between um, episode one and now. But I guess there's like literally no one left from the OG gang from season one to season five. A complete overhaul of the cast that occurred throughout the five seasons. So... But yeah this was a decent penultimate episode um one more before we say goodbye to misfits for good um it's been a journey it's been a roller coaster ride um but yes i will say season four it can go in the toilet it just it just wasn't good it just wasn't um but here we are Oh, yeah, I forgot about the superhero gang. So they finally got together and they were uh, deciding or questioning their life choices. (laughs) As they figure out if they wanted to be superheroes or not, you know, that journey. And um, yeah, so we shall see what happens um, in this last episode that they embrace their powers and their destiny, maybe. Maybe and uh we see Rudy and Rudy 2 are having their issues they could be going their separate ways and Rudy is having a hard time with that but you know it's understandable Rudy is Rudy 2 is becoming his own person he wants to live his own life I don't know about what he's talking about like splitting up I don't know why they need to do all that but I mean I understand him wanting to be his own man um but you know you know twins occur all the time but I guess he wants to leave a completely separate life and not be apart. I don't know. Because, you know, Rudy still has his moments when he doesn't treat Rudy too right. So, um, I can understand that. But that's all I got on that note. Until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy.
0: That is Shy's thoughts on the episode don't have much commentary to add other than i knew she was gonna say it (laughs) um and yes you did make it you made it here you finished the journey with us and i'm glad that season five is a much easier pill to swallow or more factors (laughs) that are uh that are a little bit more digestible than they were in season four, certainly. I'm not gonna add too much. As I stated, I got three other podcasts to do today. So I'm gonna wrap this one up and can't wait to end it on Thursday. Yep, should be our eighth and final episode of this series. And then we will say goodnight to it. BlackO'Couch at gmail.com if you wanna send feedback audio format 10 minutes or less or you can send in a written format you can also comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic